Welcome to the Barb Cutler Show, live from fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. And now, here's your host, Barb Cutler. All right. All right. Hey, Bobby, I'm not in, uh, actually in Las Vegas. I'm actually in Boca Raton. So, um, in case um, uh, you want to, we don't want to just, um, you know, give anybody the wrong impression that I'm doing a show from Vegas right now. Anyway, let me get, get a few things to talk about. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is, is, a, is a terrific new book. It's called Seiki Jutsu, The Practice of Non-Subtle Energy Medicine. It's an ancient Japanese sh- shamanic art of working with Seiki, a concentrated life force energy for self-healing, revitalization, creativity, and inspiration. Known in Tantra as Kundalini and to the Kalahari Bushman as Naom, Seiki has been called Activated and Strengthened Chi. And it was written by a couple of great people, Bradford Keeney, Ph.D., and Hillary Keeney, Ph.D. It's a, it's a wonderful book. I really enjoyed reading it, and I just want you to be aware of this book. And it's published by Inner Tradition, Traditions at the Bear Company. And if you go to your favorite local bookstore or Amazon or wherever you buy your books, it's a great book, Seiki Jutsu, The Practice of Non-Subtle Energy Medicine, by Bradford Keeney, who's a renowned traditional healer, teacher, therapist, and professor at the University of Louisiana, and Hillary Keeney, Ph.D., a traditional healer, senior research fellow at the University of Louisiana. So um, that's a terrific book. I was in a, a restaurant the other night, uh, Saturday night, um, in Sunrise, Florida, and this place is great. It's fun and casual, and I gotta I gotta tell you, if you want great food and great music, all that jazz, cafe and grill in Sunrise, Florida, on Hiatus Road is is a fabulous, fabulous place. Uh, the food is terrific. Um, they have. Um, Live jazz every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. They only serve dinner. They only serve it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and and Sunday. Uh, starting um, next week, Thursday, um, the Big Norris, Mike Norris, big uh, band, seventy-piece jazz orchestra from eight to ten with a jazz jam session from seven to eight. And every Friday and Saturday, the dinner and New York jazz party, great food and live music. Pitching all that jazz trio and special guests. On Sunday, they have Beatles Sunday dinner and concert. It's a once a month special event, and you can contact the great people at All That Jazz for Beatles Sunday. So um, that's that's a wonderful, wonderful um, place. And let me tell you about what the food. Now, I when I go to a restaurant. And I see Italian dishes, pasta dishes, and also they have New Orleans specialties and and tacos and and a lot of interesting things on the menu. I get a little concerned about the pasta, and 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 you know I I know pasta really well, and I get a little concerned. So I order the steak, which is the uh, typical way to uh, get out of ordering pasta. Well, there was one steak left, and somebody ordered it before me. So 
I missed out on the steak. So Mike told me that I should try his pasta. <clears throat> so I did. And I had uh, the pasta with the pesto sauce, which is with fresh basil and garlic, pine nuts, and, and uh, parmesan. And let me tell you, now I, I, I'm a cook myself. I was a chef for many years before I started doing radio. And this pesto was unbelievable. Just like it, I make it at home. This is really, and it was, it was al dente. It was absolutely wonderful um, and terrific food. And I also want to mention that for an appetizer, I had the um, homemade meatballs um, in tomato sauce, served with garlic bread slices. Fabulous. I just, just want to say that fabulous. And and for dessert, the dark chocolate cheesecake. So if you want really terrific food and hear really great jazz, you got to get over to all that jazz. And um, starting uh, Thursday night, the big band jazz and dinner night featuring Mike Norris, a 17-piece jazz orchestra. Wonderful place. All that jazz on Hiatus Road in Sunrise, Florida. And let me tell you about my friends at GoldenEye. These are unbelievable. I just can't say enough about my new glasses that I got at GoldenEye. What a shop this is. This is an independent shop. They have over 25 years experience. It's owned by a great guy, Randall Martinelli, who's a licensed optical dispenser. Also, uh, the great staff over there, Frank and, and Marty. This is probably the biggest selection of eyewear I've seen anywhere, especially for an independent shop. And let me just tell you about the frames they have and the, and the price are unbelievable. Like Dolce Gabbana for $99, Ray-Bans for $69, Versace for $99, Oakley's for $70, Prada for $99, Calvin Klein for $32, they are Coach and Burberry and Gazelle, unbelievable. You can get two complete pairs of eyeglasses on their basic collection for $49.99, includes frames and lenses, single vision only, plastic lenses up to three and, and three added, and high index extra and restrictions apply. There's a... You can also get two complete pairs of bifocals, even no-line progressives, only $99.99 includes frames and lenses up to three and three, and transition and high index extra. Restrictions apply on that. Only see good things through their glasses. This is an incredible shop, and they have a great, great, great selection, and they do great work, and they have one-hour service, and they have a go lab on premises, and on-site eye exams are available from $49. And if you mentioned you heard it on Marv Cutler's show, you can get a free frame up to $499 with the purchase of lenses. So check these people out. They're really great. Golden Eye and Ear. They are located 5068 West Atlantic Boulevard in Delray Beach, Florida. Their phone number is 561-498-7878. That's 561-498-7878. 5068 West Atlantic Boulevard in Delray Beach. An incredible store. I love this shop because I love my glasses and I love the people that work there. So check out Golden Eye and Ear. You'll really be happy. On the line, we right. have Tony. Tony, okay. So Kevin is not available right now. Kevin, we'll try him later. Kevin is and, not available. Uh, I will try him later. Let me uh, talk to Tony. Um, Tony is in Scranton, Pennsylvania. 
And um, let me give you a little brief synopsis of why I get Tony on the show. I'm a cigar smoker, and I smoke really nice cigars. And uh, sometimes, um, you didn't hear this, but I I get Cuban cigars. And and, um, I enjoy a really good cigar. Now, Tony has a company um, that makes the Nobly cigars and Avantis and a lot of wonderful little cigars that are really, really interesting. And I got a box of cigars from Tony at a, at a trade show in Las Vegas a, uh, a little while back. And uh, the cigars um, were absolutely wonderful. And I had to have Tony on the show to talk about the cigars and describe them. And and I'm sure a lot of you people out there know what they are, and, and we'll talk about them, where they're made, how they're made, and, and uh, the great things about these wonderful cigars. Hey, Tony. Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Good, good. How are you? I'm great. You know, I used to be the king of uh, Scranton. Yeah, when I, when I when I worked for a correspondence school out there. <laughs> yeah, at least somebody was, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's good to have you on the show, and I want to well, talk about you. the cigars. I won't use the slang that we used to call them in the old days, so I'll just, tell you, I'll just say Italian stogies. <laughs> uh, you can call them whatever you want. <laughs> well, no, I don't want to use that slang on the, on the air, especially. You know, you and I talk privately, I can say it. But I, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you can, you can say I don't it. Want to I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> anyway, these these um, these cigars, uh, the the Nobly Toscanis are, are absolutely wonderful. And Thank you. you know, even though I, I I'm, I'm used to smoking some really nice and you know 50, 50 52 um, uh, ring cigars is what I'm used to. But when I started yeah. smoking these, I'll tell you. I enjoy these better than some of the great cigars that I that I smoke. And so, so tell me about the cigars you guys make, where they're made, how you make them, and and tell my audience in about them. Well, first, let me say uh, first again, thanks for having me. And you know, I everybody smokes the big cigars. I, I smoke them. Um, you know, I enjoy them, but you know, you can't always throw down ten bucks and and set aside. 45 minutes to enjoy one of those. So, you know, we like to think our cigars for, you know, a buck and a half or two bucks, and you could you could smoke through one in a half an hour or 20 minutes are, are just as enjoyable. I know. I, I, it takes me an hour to smoke at Tuscany. Oh, it does. You're doing pretty good at it. <laughs> and I, I and I, get and I one in about 20 good, minutes. You know, I... I, I, I it's in my mouth all the time, and I, I get a good hour out of them. Sometimes more. Oh, that's great! Then you're you're a patient smoker. You take your time and and you enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy a good cigar, and and, and these the Nobles, uh Toscanis are wonderful. So, so I interrupt you. So go ahead. No, I it's uh, you know we we like to think of people you know enjoying our cigars that not you know not as a as a strict diet, but something that they could squeeze into their regular smoking preferences and and enjoy it and that you know it's we make a hundred percent all tobacco cigar just like the big boys do but you know uh we use a specific type of tobacco and it's a specific style of cigar you know the italian 
Dolgy will call because we don't want to call it those other names. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it's a great little smoke, and, you know, they come in a variety of sizes, and we even throw a couple flavors on them for folks who like flavors. And, uh, you know, we've been doing it the same way for over 100 years now, and, you know, that's something to, something to be said for a, an American-based company. Uh-huh. And where where do your uh, tobaccos come from? We buy everything right in in the U.S. It's all from Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh huh. And it's a it's it's a dark fired tobacco. It's called dark fired. Um, you know, it's a little bit different. You know, you don't find it in in any other cigars really. Um, you know, we're the only ones that use it in, as a cigar tobacco. Um, a couple of the premium manufacturers are just tr- starting to toy around with it a little bit, uh, which is a good thing. It'll, it'll, you know, put it more on the map and and get more people um, aware of it. But it's a it's a robust tobacco. It's it, it's hung in barns down in Kentucky and Tennessee after it's harvested, and they burn uh, wood chips underneath it, like uh, hickory wood and stuff like that, and and they smoke it. They fire cure it. So it turns, takes the green big tobacco leaf that you pick out of the field, and it turns a dark brown. And it's just a real smoky, unique flavor. And we take it and and turn it into these uh, Italian cigars. And it's it's actually it's been done this way for over 200 years. It originated in Italy, and we're doing it in this country for a little over 100 years. It's a it's a family. Um yeah, my, grandfather, my grandfather started it. My grandfather and his two brothers started it in 1912. That's when they founded the company. Uh, it was originally known as Tarachi Brothers Cigar Company. And as they grew and got better at what they were doing, they were able to buy out a couple of the other um, Italian cigar companies that were in the country that came right over from Italy. Um, in 1925, they bought the Parodi Cigar Company of, of New York. Actually, it was in Jersey City, New Jersey. And then in 1945, they bought the Denoli Cigar Company, the, the, the ones that you like. Uh-huh. And that was, they were out in Long Island. And then by 1963, there was only one other company left, and they were out on the West Coast called the Petri Cigar Company. They also were in the wine business. And they bought them out in 1963. So by 1963, they, they controlled the entire Italian Toscano cigar market in the U.S. So the family owns all the cigars, right? Yeah, eventually they did, yeah. <laughs> I had to get that in. That, that was, yeah. uh, that was, um, I, there's a little, little big deal. I just had to get that in. The family. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's always the family. It's all about the family. Yeah, you know. As a matter I, of fact, some of that other family tried to get in on it too over the years, but they they managed huh? to keep them away. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I I'm, I'm from I'm from Boston originally, and oh, yeah, um, that's Parody. That's uh, that's Parody country up there, Boston, right. New England. Absolutely, absolutely. It's um, always Parody. Huh? You know that um, New York and New Jersey was Denobly. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Philadelphia was Denobly, and, and New England was always Perotti. Uh-huh. Right. And, you know, I, I, I grew up, you know, 
I'm a Jewish guy, but I was a, I was a member of the Sons of Italy because <laughs> my, my my ex-wife was Napolitan. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. And um um and we um you know and I, I you know I, you know and growing up and living in that neighborhood, you know, I I I enjoyed the uh, uh these these great cigars and um and uh, I'm glad I found you at that trade show because these, yes, the, the, the Nobly cigars are absolutely wonderful. Now, yeah. tell me, how do they get that funny shape? Well, <laughs> that's a hard question to answer. You know, up until 1958, they were all hand-rolled, all uh-huh. the Perotti and Denobly and Petri cigars. Um, in 1958, they they you know, this, this was right before they bought Petri out. Um, my grandfather decided that, you know, we they needed to uh, automate things a little bit more because they, you know, they couldn't keep up with the demand by hand-rolling them. Now, when mm-hmm. you know, going back, when these things were hand-rolled, they were even funnier looking than they are now. <laughs> now, you know, they started making them on the machines in 1958. They developed a machine with the American Machine Foundry, AMF, to, to make this style cigar, um, you know, you still had people on the machine. It wasn't completely automated. But what happens, uh, Marv, is, you know, the, when the cigars are made on the machine, they're very wet because um, the tobacco is moist and, and, and there's, uh, you know, the, the wrapper is wet when the cigar is rolled on the machine. When they come off the machine, they go into these drying rooms and they get cooked and baked and, you know, it's like 110 degrees and they're in there for like six weeks. And that's when they start to, to shrink a little bit and they twist and they just get, they take on this unique shape that, you know, no two, two cigars are alike by the time they're gone through the drying process. So they're just, it's, it's all about the baking of them and the curing and, and it, cause it really is a dry cured cigar. It's not like a, an American cigar or a, you know, a Caribbean product or a Dominican product. They're, they're dry-cured cigars. So they, they shrink and twist and get all funny-looking by the time, you know, you get them. <laughs> you know, they're such, such great cigars. You know, I, 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 I don't like to smoke a dark cigar, like a Maduro or something. I don't like those. I, I like, a, you know, a fairly light-colored yeah. cigar. But these are a yeah. Maduro, a dark cigar, and, and these are... These are, you know, these are really enjoyable, and um, I'll tell you that. Yeah, they're, they're a dark-colored cigar, but we never really call them like a Maduro cigar. Right. It, it's really, it's the type of tobacco it is, Marv, it's that Kentucky and Tennessee dark-fired tobacco. It's not, you know, your typical Connecticut broadleaf, which is a dark leaf, um, It's or a Dominican wrapper leaf or a Cuban wrapper leaf. It's just a really dark-colored tobacco. And it's um, it's got a unique flavor to it, and it's just so much different than everything else out there. It's the, the thing that I like about them is, you know, you smoke premium cigars. I smoke them too myself. And you know, when you when you smoke a big cigar at night, or you might smoke two of them, you know, no matter how many times you brush your teeth before you go to bed, you wake up in the morning like you feel like you got somebody else's sock in your mouth. It's just that awful aftertaste. But when when you know you when you smoke a Perotti or a Denobly, you don't get that dry um 
you know, cotton mouth kind of feeling. Uh-huh. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I never get that taste in my mouth at night. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know what you've been smoking, but <laughs> I get that taste. It, you know, it's also, you know, like when you put our cigar down after you, you're smoking it, and let's say you put it in the ashtray and it goes out by accident, you can pick it up and relight it and just kind of pick up right where you left off. But, you know, if you put a big premium cigar down in the ashtray and it goes out, when you try to relight that thing, it's like, whoa, what happened? You know, right. Where'd it go? Right. That's, 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 that's great. And, um, and I'm, I'm glad I met you guys. And, um, um, uh, I'm really enjoying these cigars, and uh, you're gonna have to keep sending me some, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got me. You got me hooked. So, so uh, besides the Denoboli and the Perotis, what what other uh, cigars do you make? What other brands? Well, there's there's three main brands. Um, you know, going back, you know, back in the old days, it's Perotti, Denoboli, and Petri. Petri cigars are predominantly sold out on the West Coast because that's where they originated in San Francisco uh-huh. um, in the late 1800s. Um, then, you know, right around the late 60s, early 70s, we started coming out with some more brands. The Avanti was a big brand for us. Um, it has a, it has a flavor of like a Zanazette, right? Yeah, Zanazette. It's like a licorice flavor. You like uh, my accent there, with... <laughs> Pardon me? You like my accent, the way I pronounce Anazet? You said it perfectly. <laughs> Better than I could say it. <laughs> yeah, we came out with that guy in the uh, early 70s, a flavored cigar in the early 70s. We were probably one of the first companies to have a flavored cigar. Um, then we came out with another brand called Ramrod, which we marketed down in Texas in the Southwest. Um, and that's a bourbon-flavored cigar. You know, it's a picture of a cowboy on the box, and... Right. And, uh, you know, we were trying to go for a market other than where Italians ended up. Because really, uh-huh. you know, Marv, our, our cigars sell well wherever Italian people ended up in the country. Um, uh-huh. You know, obviously New England, Boston, um, Chicago, St. Louis, L.A., San Francisco, you know, all the retirees down in Florida. But uh-huh. you know, when you got down into Texas and Oklahoma, they didn't know what it was. They never heard of it. Right. So we, you know, back in the late '60s, we tried to develop a brand that they could, you know, call their own, so to say. And uh, you know, that's when we came out with the Ramrod, which, you know, a Ramrod. There's a couple different definitions of it. Um, one of them is, you know, the guy, the lead cattle uh, cowboy on a cattle drive was a Ramrod. And another definition is a, a Ramrod was the thing that you shove in a musket to pack the uh, the powder in. So we went with the cowboy version of it and, and came out with that cigar. And, and, you know, it did pretty well. We we still sell it today. It's still in the lineup. And, uh, you know, it didn't set the world on fire, but it does okay. Yeah, I like these Toscanis. These are these are wonderful cigars. You know, I, I used to smoke the Perotis, you know, back, back when I was in Boston, but that was a long time ago. But I, I really like these Toscanis. These are, these are really a, a wonderful cigar. Yeah, they're all and, the, they're all the same tobacco. Um, you know, the Perot you, know, you remember is probably that little short my little thing. Huh? I don't I don't smoke in my house or in my car, and I no. So I usually go out somewhere to smoke, and um, 
and I smoke outside a coffee house, which will remain nameless because you're not supposed to even smoke outside there anymore. <laughs> but I smoke there, and I always have my my box with me. I have the box so people walking by actually see what I'm smoking. They don't even have to ask me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a wonderful cigar. But anyway, Tony, um, it was great having you on. Let's keep in yeah, touch. Thanks. Appreciate and, it. Um, and, Let me know uh, when you run out again. I'll send you some more. Together. I'll, I'll, I'll be in touch with you, okay? All righty, good. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. All right. All right. I want to confuse uh, Bobby a little bit because uh, we're a little bit out of sync here. So um, let's, um, let's listen to um, uh, my friends about GoldenEye again. I am so excited about my new glasses. These are unbelievable. I just can't say enough about my new glasses that I got a golden eye and e. What a shop this is. This is an independent shop. They have over 25 years experience. It's owned by a great guy, Randall Martinelli, who's a licensed optical dispenser. Also, uh, the great staff over there, Frank and, and Marty. This is probably the biggest selection of eyewear I've seen anywhere, especially for an independent shop. And let me just tell you about the frames that they have and the, and the prices are unbelievable like Dolce Gabbana for $99, Ray-Bans for $69, Versace for $99, Oakley's for $70, Prada for $99, Calvin Klein for $32, they are Coach and Burberry and Gazelle, unbelievable. You can get two complete pairs of eyeglasses on their basic collection for $49.99, includes frames and lenses, single vision only, plastic lenses up to three and, and three added and high-end extra and restrictions apply there's a you can also get two complete pairs of bifocals even no line progressives going 99.99 includes frames and lenses up to three and three and transition and high index extra restrictions apply on that only see good things through their glasses this is an incredible shop and they have a great 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 selection and they do great work and they have one hour service and they have a go lab on premises and on-site eyes are available from 49 dollars and if you mention you heard it on Mav Cutler show you can get a free frame up to four $199 with the purchase of lenses. So check these people out. They're really great. Golden Eye and Ear. They are located 5068 West Atlantic Boulevard in Delray Beach, Florida. And their phone number is 561-498-7878. That's 561-498-7878. 5068 West Atlantic Boulevard in Delray Beach. An incredible store. I love this shop because I love my glasses and I love the people that work there. So check out Golden Eye and Ear. You'll really be happy. So, okay. And, and we're found- back with the Marv Cutler Show. Hey, Marv. Yeah. Have we found Kevin yet? Uh, no, Kevin uh, did not pick up again, but I have uh, Kay on the line. Oh, okay. Let me talk to Kay. <coughs> hey, Kay. Okay. Oh, hi. hi, Mom. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Long time no see. Yeah, well, we never see. But I'm going to come out to Hawaii one of these days so we can get to meet each other. Uh, yeah, yeah, we should. You should. Yeah. Um, I want to I want to tell my, my, uh, my listeners, in case they don't remember who Kay is, um, Kay has a company that produces Hawaii music. Uh, Hana... Moth Healing Music, and her CDs are absolutely unbelievable. 
And I just want to I just want to say that um, uh, I have a, a whole collection of um, kind of uh, CDs, and I just got some new ones um, the other day. And the music is tremendous. So let me let me talk. Let's talk K the K in Hawaii. Now, where are you, K? Are you in the Big Island? No, I'm in Oahu, the main island where the capital is. Yeah, huh? you're in Oahu. Okay. Yes, and um. And tell us about the music and how you got started in this, and 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 um, and what what your healing music is good for. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, Hawaii Healing Resorts, which is our company's name, is a production company of the healing, deep meditation, body and mind music, and many professionals like you, Mark, and spa therapists and retreat centers as well as individuals are purchasing our music. Our music is very good for people with sleep difficulties. Fussy babies, they fall asleep right away. And good for tea time and unwind the day's fatigue. And no other music is as good as ours, like you said. And how it started is our artist, Mark, has lost the loved ones to a cancer. To heal himself, he started to create the music. And this is why our, our music uh, really um, conveyed to many people. It's very good for um, relaxation music. And oh. some, people ask, some people ask if our music is tuned with 528 hertz, which is a love frequency, but uh, Mars did not compose the music to tune in with 528 music uh, uh, hertz. Well, I'm, um, as you know, uh, when we spoke, uh, besides doing the radio show, I'm, I'm a therapist and I do healing work, and mm -hmm. I use your music a lot in my healing work because I find it the best music I've ever used for relaxation, uh, for getting people in the mood, and, and, and to do the work, to do the healing. So um, this is, the, the, like I say, the best music I've ever, I've ever used. And um, you sent me some CDs, and I know you didn't send them to me to be on the show, but I, I like your music so much that I wanted to have you on and um, because I wanted uh, my listeners to... Um, to listen to um, what you had to say and, and to talk about your music and how they can get it and, uh, and how they get, where they can order from um, and um, and whether whether you're just um, a lay person and and you just want to relax and and, med and do some meditation, this is the music for you. If if you just you want to, um, you're a therapist and you want to use music in your office uh, when you're working on your clients. This is the music for you. This is music for everybody, whether you're a therapist or whether you're a lay person. This is wonderful music. So tell my listeners, Kay, how, how they can uh, buy this music. Yes, uh, they can log into our website, which is www.hawaii-hotel.com. www.hawaii.com. 
or you can they can call me at eight zero eight nine two four five four nine three. I remember Hawaii is six hours behind Eastern time for now. And now if they if they want to listen to your music and get a, a taste of what it's like, they can go to Hawaii dash H dot com slash M O B A U. That's Hawaii dash H dot com slash M O B A U, correct? Uh, well yes dot com is fine. And they can listen to all the music. Uh huh. Okay, that's that's uh, you know, it's such a place. I get one of these. I've never been to Hawaii, so one of these days I got to get out there, and I, I got to meet you. And um, and uh, because I've had you on the show maybe I don't know three, four times, and um, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and it's a great pleasure listening to your music. Thank you, and uh, I look forward to uh, meeting you. I'm looking forward to it too, Kay. Thank you for your um, for your time you're spending with us, and. Uh, Again, thank you for that beautiful music. And thank you for having me on your show. Okay. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. Okay. That was Kay Shinon uh, in Hawaii, and uh, the music is absolutely, absolutely wonderful. And I, I got to, um, I want to I do a little editorializing here before I, I do some more reviews and, um, and pay some bills and... Um, and, and play a little music for you. Um, I want to... Um, I, I play Kay's music on the show, but it's so relaxing, you you may fall asleep and not listen to the show. So that's why I'm not going to play any of the music. You'd have to go to the website uh, to listen to it. Um, by the way, how about those Patriots? Now, you, now you know I'm partial. I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan, even though I'm, I'm, I'm broadcasting the show from, from Dolphin Country, but I'm a... I'm a big Patriots fan, and and yesterday they got down to the real old-fashioned football, and um, they were the Patriots of old, and, and they're, they're wonderful. But I want to talk about a couple of things. I want to talk about the name Redskins. Uh, the name Redskins, the Washington Redskins, is a name that's been around for uh, many, many, many years, since the um, beginning of the... Um, uh, National Football League. They were one of the original teams. And um, I talked to Native American people, you know, because we, we have people on the show that, that, that play, um, um, that make food, uh, Native American flute. As a matter of fact, I got a couple of guys that don't even want me to call them Native Americans. They want me to call them Indians because that's what they claim they are. And, um, and I, I know you've heard that in my show before by, by some of my guests. But I don't see any problem with the, with the name Redskins. It's it's not a derogatory name. It's it, it's a name that stands for for brave people. You know, if you're talking derogatory names, I mean, what about Apache helicopters? What about Tomahawk missiles? I mean, let's be realistic here. So I I have a problem with it. With um, with the Redskins uh, name not not being changed, and that, that's and, and that's what I feel. I want to talk about Derek Jeter. Now, I think Derek Jeter is probably 
if not the greatest, one of the greatest ball players I've, I've seen in my lifetime. And I, I hate the Yankees. <laughs> Even though hate is a strong word. I hate the Yankees. I'm a Red Sox fan. Let's, let's, let's face it. And, um, and for you guys in Tampa Bay, if it wasn't for the Red Sox, I, I like the Rays. So, and I like Joe Madden. I think he's such a great manager. But I want to talk about Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter deserves all the accolades that he's, he's received because he's such a great player. And when I say I hate the Yankees, up until a couple of years ago, I hated the Yankees not 100%, but only 98%. Because, because last year, up until last year, my two favorite players on the Yankees, and I really liked watching them, and I thought they were great players, and, and I enjoyed watching them when they even played the Red Sox. And that was Mariano Rivera, who retired last year. Great, great player, real humble guy, a wonderful player. And and now we're coming to the end of another uh, career, um, Derek Jeter. So now I can I can hate the Yankees 100. percent But I want to talk about Derek Jeter. Whatever accolades he received as he went around the country, he deserved it. The Red Sox did a great. Tribute to him. They brought out captains of all the sports. They brought out Bobby Orr and Paul Pierce and uh, Kaya Stremski and um, many, many, many other people. They, they they really gave him a great tribute. But I'm wondering if Derek Jeter played in another venue, say Kansas City or any, you know. Any any smaller um, marketplaces would he have received? And and being as great as he is, would he have received the the accolades that he received? You know, I I don't know, and that's that's what I'm wondering. And, and like I say, I know he deserved it, and I agree with it a hundred percent. But what would have happened if he played somewhere else? That. Cal Ripken Jr., who was another great player in my lifetime, he got a lot of accolades, but he didn't get the accolades like Derek Jeter uh, because he wasn't in New York. You know, I don't know, and that's. I just want to put that out to few people out there, and if you if you want to call me about it, you can. Um, but I just I just wanted to wanted to mention that. I'm getting back to business here. <laughs> The Delray Square Performing Arts Center is having a, a terrific new show um, that's been uh, held over for two more weekends, uh, beginning this Friday and the following Friday. Uh, what I Learned in Fallsburg, uh, starring Gary Waldman, who's had a 35-year career in, in show business, musical director Phil Hinton, it's a, it's a truly unique evening of music and shtick from one of the um, area's favorite and best-reviewed performers. So if you want to see a fun show, and if you're in the area, or if you're traveling into the area in Delray Beach, the Delray Square Performing Arts Center, and um, 
You can see it this weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and the following weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, as it's been held over. So um, I, I just wanted to mention that. I also want to tell you about another restaurant I reviewed this past um, past week, and that's in, in Meisner Park in, in, in Boca. It's uh, True Lux, uh, and it's especially is uh, seafood and crabs, and I don't eat shellfish, um, which is strange, I'm being from Boston, but I don't eat shellfish. So I had some different uh, dishes that that were enjoyable. I had, um, uh, for appetizer, I had a smoked salmon flatbread, which was fabulous, and um, uh, a knife and fork Caesar. Uh, this is a this is a wonderful Caesar salad, and um, um, and you have to use a knife and fork because it's the heart of the uh, the romaine and and it comes in in big pieces. And uh, then I had the uh, the sixteen ounce ribeye, and with with it as a side dish, the portobello mushrooms with, with a balsamic glaze, really really good and. But the highlight of this whole meal was the chocolate cake, four-layer chocolate cake that was spectacular. And I don't usually take anything home when I'm reviewing a restaurant, but it would have been criminal of me to leave the chocolate cake. So I I took the, uh, the chocolate cake home because I couldn't, I couldn't eat it all there. And uh, this is True Lux. They're in Meisner Park in, in uh, Boca Raton. And... Um, um, these are not paid reviews. Uh, I just review the restaurants and, and talk about the food, and uh, I don't get paid for And they don't buy any time on my show, so I just want you to be aware that these are honest, honest reviews. Now I want to have a... This is a page. This is somebody who's going to pay my bills, but he's worth it, too. So let me um, let me tell you more about GoldenEye in the... Uh, I am so excited about my new glasses. These are unbelievable. I just can't say enough about my new glasses that I got a golden eye and ear. What a shop this is. This is an independent shop. They have over 25 years experience. It's owned by a great guy, Randall Martinelli, who's a licensed optical dispenser. Also, uh, the great staff over there, Frank and, and Marty. This is probably the biggest selection of eyewear I've seen anywhere, especially for an independent shop. And let me just tell you about the frames that they have and the, and the prices are unbelievable like Dolce Gabbana for $99, Ray-Bans for $69, Versace for $99, Oakley's for $70, Prada for $99, Calvin Klein for $32, they are Coach and Burberry and Gazelle, unbelievable. You can get two complete pairs of eyeglasses on their basic collection for $49.99, includes frames and lenses, single vision only, plastic lenses up to three and, and three added and high-end extra and restrictions apply there's a you can also get two complete pairs of bifocals even no line progressives going 99.99 includes frames and lenses up to three and three and transition and high index extra we 
restrictions apply in that. Only see good things through their glasses. This is an incredible shop, and they have a great, great, great selection, and they do great work, and they have one-hour service, and they have a optical lab on premises, and on-site eyes are available from $49. And if you mention you heard it on Mav Cutler's show, you can get a free frame up to $499 with the purchase of lenses. So check these people up. They're really great. Golden Eye and Ear, they are located 5068 West Atlantic Boulevard in Delray Beach, Florida. The phone number is 561-498-7878. That's 561-498-7878. West Atlantic Boulevard in Delray Beach. An incredible store. I love this shop because I love my glasses and I love the people that work there. So check out Golden Eye and Ear. You'll really be happy. What I'm saying about Golden Eye and Air is really true. They, they are a great, great, great shop. So I just want you to be aware of that. And Marv, uh, your caller of the hour, Kevin, is finally on the line. All right, Kevin Mahogany. Yay, how you doing? I'm doing great, Kevin. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, I was, my ringer was turned off there, but I'm glad I got the call here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm glad you I'm glad, I'm glad you got in because I was uh, looking forward to talking to you. I just want to tell my listeners, um, Kevin Mahogany is a man that um, I've heard on the radio uh, in in Las Vegas and in Boston on the jazz shows, and uh, I never met him. He's, and I, and I always said to my this is a, guy's a great singer. You know, we need to hear more about him. And I was at a concert a couple weeks ago in Delray. And um, Kevin happened to be in the audience. I didn't know him. I didn't know who he was. And he was called up on stage to sit in and do a couple of tunes. And as all you people know, um, you know, uh, Joy is gone. And uh, and the song that I play all the time for Joy was uh, uh, My One and Only Love by Johnny Hopman. And, um, and Kevin, the first song that Kevin sang that night was My One and Only Love. And I'll tell you something. Even though Johnny Hopman owns that song, Kevin Mahogany is is very close to uh, to that spectacular voice. Uh, Johnny, uh, Kevin Mahogany is such a wonderful singer, and um, I can't say enough about him. So, Kevin, it's good to have you on the show. And um, um, tell me about what you've been doing. Well, just, uh, again, working around uh, the country, around the world, performing whenever I get the opportunity. And I'm preparing to do a new album uh, in a few weeks. I'm going to be recording it in uh, Vienna, Austria, uh, a new CD for Project. And uh, just that's pretty much keeping me busy. I got a, I got a great song for you to record, by the way, that album. <laughs> Uh, well, we have to see. I'm actually going to be doing a songwriting contest for some new material for upcoming uh-huh. projects. Uh, hopefully, yeah. I'll be doing that soon. I haven't, I haven't issued, issued, told them the date yet, but we're going to be doing that. Uh huh. Okay. So you uh, might, and, um, we'll get a chance. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I know. I said so. We'll all get a chance to hear some new material. Uh huh. Great. Great. Uh, so, you, we, we, uh Studying at Berkeley, or you were you teaching at Berkeley? No, I was teaching at Berkeley. I, I taught at uh, I taught at Berkeley uh, for a couple of years, and I also taught here at the University of Miami for a couple of years. Uh huh. 
Well, that's that's good because I I know Berkeley well. I know I know a lot of the guys that taught at Berkeley, and because uh, I'm originally from Boston, and um, oh, yeah. I have um I have a degree from the University of Miami, so <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so we so we we uh, we we've bumped into each other probably along the way somewhere, and, and never never got to meet. But um, uh, probably right. Tell me about how you yeah. got started. Tell me who um who you listen to, who your favorite uh, singers are. Well, it just for me it kind of varies because I don't always listen by genre. In other words, I don't listen to just jazz or just R and B or pop. I just I listen all across the board and if I hear something I like then I enjoy it. If if I don't like it then I don't listen to it anymore. So I don't have any specifics uh, that I you know, that I go out of my way just to listen to. I mean obviously there I we all have favorites and I have a few favorite artists, and I'm going to be doing a, a tribute uh, in the early next year to the late uh, Joe Williams uh, oh, here wow. in Miami. Yeah, I'm putting the, and we're going to put a show together that's going to pay tribute to him. But other than that, we've got a, I mean, I've got a variety of people that I really enjoy listening to. So it's, it's yeah, kind I know, of I know to Joe um, in Las Vegas, and uh, I knew Joe, and uh, he was a great guy as, as well as being a great singer. And... We should have you come and do a, a tribute to Joe in, in Las Vegas, is where, where his home was, you know. And um, I've, I've been speaking to them about that because I know his widow, and I know they do a, a show for him every year that is a right. a fundraiser for a scholarship fund they do there. So I've been right. talking to them also. So maybe I will. Maybe I get a chance. All right, that's great. Um, you know, I don't want to cut you short. I I, I want to talk to you about ten or fifteen minutes, but. I'm running short on time, so I want I, my producer Bobby picked out a tune to play. Don't let me be lonely tonight, uh, and we're gonna play that. But before I play that, I got a couple reviews to do. So I just want to I, I just want to thank you for being available to do the show, and uh, I wish I could have had you on longer. So maybe we'll do it again. Well, I'd be happy to. I have to admit it was my fault for not having the phone on the ringer on the right ways, but uh, I would be more than happy to do it again if you need me. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, Kevin. And and I want all my listeners to remember this name, Kevin Mahogany. This man, you know, you know, I'm, I go back to the classic singers like, like Arthur Price and Johnny Hartman and uh, Eddie, Ernie Andrews and all these guys. This guy is up there with the best. This, this man is, is such a fabulous singer. I, I, I'm so impressed with him. And he's a great guy, and I want to thank you for being on the show, uh, Kevin. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. I, I'm going to play that tune by um, by Kevin uh, in a few minutes. But first, I want to uh, um, do a, a, a couple more reviews here. Um, the Voodoo Barbecue and Grill. Uh, it's, a, it's a New Orleans-based barbecue, and uh, they just opened them. Um, a new uh, venue in uh, Boca Raton on Champion Boulevard, and um, it's it's um, slow cooked food with a um, fast food atmosphere, and they have some interesting uh, dishes there. Uh, I, I had the, uh, the the chicken and the um, uh, the, the brisket, and I also want to mention that um, some of the sides are especially wonderful, like the corn pudding. And uh, the baked beans are vegetarian; they're not made with pork. So this is a this is a really nice, um, interesting 
barbecue uh, place, a voodoo barbecue, and uh, they have delicious beignets. Absolutely delicious beignets. So that's the, the voodoo barbecue, and um, they are on Champion Boulevard and Boca Raton, and um, you might want to check them out. Okay. The Hillsborough Lighthouse Tour salutes the Barefoot Millman. The Barefoot Millman is... Um, I w- when I used to go up a little bit north in the west, uh, into Palm Beach County, I used to come to the Hypoluxo, and so I signed the book, The Barefoot Mailman. And um, I um, was always wondering what that was. Well, it's an interesting story. And the, uh, the Hillsborough Lighthouse Preservation Society on October 11th is uh, presenting a tour at the Lighthouse and talking about James Edward Hamilton. Uh, the man who disappeared, the barefoot mailman, about 127 years ago. Uh, for information, you can call, uh, you can go to hillsboroughlighthouse.org, hillsboroughlighthouse.org, or call them at 954-942-2102. Uh, I did a week of barbecue. I, I went to Lucille's Back to the Bone Barbecue. And um, Tuesday nights, I want to mention, they have all-you-can-eat ribs for $22.99. They're on Yamato Road. And Boca Raton, and um, they have an appetizer that's to die for. It's a it's a crispy coated chicken livers. Oh man, are they good! And then they also have the uh, the, the chopped brisket and the chicken and um, great dessert, the uh, key lime pie. Um, so if you want to check out some really interesting uh, barbecue. Lucille's Back to the Boom Barbecue. They're on Yamada Road in Boca Raton. And uh, Tuesday, all you can eat ribs, $22.99. Thursday, all you can eat fried catfish, $14.99. So check that out. All right, I got one more song to play, and I want to play this tune by um, Kevin Mahogany. Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight. Tell me lies, but hold me tight. Say goodbye. Yeah, sounds good. But don't let me. When you, when you do the part, I think, uh, will you. Um... Say goodbye and say. Sure enough, good to see you, but it's time to go. Don't say yes, but please don't say no. I don't want to be lonely tonight. Go away then, Danny. Go on and See me getting down on my knees I'm a 
undecided And your heart's been divided You've been turning my world upside down Do me wrong Do me right Go on and tell me lies But hold me tight Say your goodbyes Until the morning light But don't let me Thank you all for listening. Uh, I, have, I want to thank my guests for being on the show. Uh, I enjoyed doing the show tonight, and next time I'll be either in Vegas or on my way to Vegas. Until next time, Mark Cutler here. Uh, good night, Joy, and uh, thanks for listening. Ciao.